Good day. This is your captain speaking. The following podcast review for Teachers Talk Film contains specific spoilers for the new released Top Gun Maverick. Listen at your own risk. Another episode of Teachers Talk Film. We have a bonus episode prepared for you today. Um, you knew it was coming, you expected it, and it's here. This is our spoiler-filled review of the new Top Gun Maverick. Um, we're gonna touch on it here in a second. Um, I'm Mitchell Main here with my co-host, great friend Pete Ray. Pete, how are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Saw Top Gun last night. Ready to talk about it a little bit. Yeah, so we haven't talked about it with each other at all. Like I told you just a little bit of my thought, um, but I haven't heard anything from you. Um, so I'm excited to see what you thought of it. Um, before we get into it, just a quick icebreaker as we do with every episode. Um, we're going to shout out our call signs. Um, we have Maverick, we have Rooster, we have Iceman, we have Hangman, um, Phoenix, Payback, Fanboy, wow. um, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so many different call signs in this film um, for these characters. If you were a fighter pilot, what would your call sign be? I mean, this is tough because X-Ray is impossible to beat. We, we, we came up with X-Ray on the wrestler episode back in episode four. I mean, you can't beat X-Ray as a fighter pilot. Um, and the only other one I have I've mentioned as well, um, Teach. I, <laughs> I just think that'd be a cool one. Teach in the air? Like, I don't know. I, I like I like both those. Talk Do you Teach. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> sound Come right. on. Do you have any any better ones than uh, your, your wrestler nicknames? Um. My wrestler nicknames were the Maininator and the Steez Machine. I think Steez Machine is too long, so I would probably just go Steez. Yeah. Um, and then on my helmet, um, it would be like S-T-E on one side and then the other side E-Z-E with some just amazing logo on the side. Um, yeah, I, that's the one that came to my head, so I'm sticking with it, um, Steez. Um. By the way, getting into the movie just a little bit. Hangman's logo on his on the front of his helmet. Like that, come on. That is awesome. That is awesome. I did love that. Um, but there's some like, oh, we can get into that. Just talking about like the meaning of his call sign because he leaves his people hanging in the air. Come on, man. You don't leave me hanging. Hang, man. Uh, all right. <laughs> Anyways. Um, this is Top Gun Maverick. You saw it last night with your fam. I saw it um, on Monday with my fam on my wife's side. Um, obviously, there have been many things said about this movie. Um, we're just going to talk spoiler review here. It's going to be a dry, quick and dirty review. 
and I'm going to just turn it over to you. Um, start us off. What did you want to jump into? Do you want to do something a little different here? You want to start with our scores and then talk about it? I like that. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, I gave it an 85. An 85. Mm. What did you give it? I gave it a 92. Whoa, big yeah. score. Yeah. Big score. Uh, All right. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm glad we let off with this. This makes yeah. it more interesting, I think. I mean, 85 is still a fantastic score. Oh, uh, yeah. But we might have some discrepancies. So I'm curious. Start us off, though. I like that. 85, why? Let's see. Um, I mean, it's definitely cliche. Like, it's just, it's full of cliches. And um, Can I interrupt you really quick? What did you give the first Top Gun, then? Uh, let me look. Let me look. I'll keep talking as I'm pulling it up. Okay. Yeah, um, because I think I my will first say one, I gave, like, an 86. Oh, Yeah. I don't think I gave it that high. And the first one, I I watched it over like winter break. And I know for a fact that I was not paying attention as much as I should have been because mm-hmm. I was doing some other things. I gave it an 80, the first okay. one. Um, so we can objectively agree that this Top Gun Maverick is way better. Yes, way okay. better. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt your time. Um, no, that's we probably should talk about the original one. Um, because yeah, that I mean that's that's why everybody went to see this one. Um, so yeah, the original one I thought was all right. Again, I should probably watch it again. Probably should have watched it before I went and saw this one, but whatever. Um, my mom is like uh, it's probably her favorite movie, or at least top five. Top Gun is. She watched it when it came out. The first one came out in '86. My mom would have been like a sophomore, junior in high school. So it was like the perfect time. Um, and she basically decided like, I'm going to go fly planes because of Top Gun. <laughs> um, and then she said that she she tried and like women weren't allowed to fly planes back then. So that was kind of crazy for her to tell me that. Um, mm. But yeah, it was cool. Cool going to see it with her. Like I sat next to her while we watched it and she liked it quite a bit. Um she was reacting many times throughout the movie. Um, but yeah, I think um, like it's, it's got the cliches. It's got the, I don't know. I just, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, it's top gun. There should be cliches in it, but at the same time, most cliche movies I think are terrible. And I think that this one played into them like in the in the perfect way so I, I really liked it i thought it was super entertaining um i'll have more after you give your kind of opening thoughts there yeah so i do agree there are a lot of cliche moments um yeah i have some some parts that take it down to a 92 um because i think it is fantastic um but right away like the opening sequence i watched the original like thursday and then i saw this new one on monday so it was fresh in my mind relatively speaking the opening sequence is almost like an exact replica of the first with like perfect yeah with like the the sun setting um, yellow yeah the yellow sunset um the gigantic landing pad the people like the aircraft navigators. I don't know what you call those guys um, in the cool yellow jackets. 
um, a lot of it just relating back to the first one, which is like paying homage, obviously. Um, the Top Gun little anecdote at the beginning was the same. They did add yeah. men and women. Did you see that? Right. Yeah. That was cool. Um, but everything is pretty much similar to the first one there. Um, but then we get into the present day where Maverick is trying to go Mach 10, basically. Um, he realizes that he has to speed up his little um, fighter jet plan to get this jet to Mach 10. And my initial thought during that whole scene, he's putting on the helmet. He's talking to, uh, I think, Hundo is his name. Um yeah. He's talking to Hundo, who is like his right-hand man. Um, I really liked his character in this movie. Um, but like they're walking down the corridors and it's like a, the low angle shot and it's like the red background. He then puts on the helmet. I thought I was watching a space odyssey at, at, for a few moments there because it felt so like it felt like he was going to launch himself into outer space, man. Like in the way it's shot too, like the lighting around his little, the mask of the helmets, like he's going into like a different world that no one else can relate to. Um, I thought that opening scene right there was great. Like I said, 2001, a space odyssey feel to it. Um, and then Ed Harris comes in, who is like the Admiral character, who is like the jerk run of the mill, like, heavy i'm not going to support you maverick and so he like tries to shut down his operation maverick says well he can't shut it down if he's not here basically um and so by the time ed harris gets there his jet is taking off i love that scene too where like he's right underneath it and the jet's just flying by him like right above him everything around him is shaking but ed harris is just still as a rock which says a lot about his character. Um, yeah. And then he reaches Mach 10, of course, in Maverick style. And then he has to push it to like 10.3 or something like that. Um, just a great, this is Maverick. Welcome back. Here's what he's been up to the past 30 plus years. Same old rebellion. Um, welcome back. Loved the opening there. Yeah. You, yeah, I love the yellows of that, even the white text popping up on the screen. Um, it just, yeah, calling back to the old one was awesome. Um, I thought it looked like interstellar, like when they were filming the the plane. Yeah, like I was like, this looks like uh, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, but yeah, I thought all that right, that was all a right, cool. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that that was a cool opening scene, cool plane, cool motorcycle cool jacket it's it's all that stuff you know um and like you said with the um i almost just called him ed helms, ed helms. <laughs> andy from the office yeah, imagine yeah, if andy yeah. from the office was in this movie. <laughs> the, the ed harris character and the whole like battle between a human versus technology i thought was cool and it even kind of comes back in the end where um Maverick is like, hey, we need to get down into the canyon to confuse the the like crazy high tech fighter jet, um, like confuse its targeting system. Like, I thought that that was cool. They kind of brought that like human versus tech thing in. Um, 
So, yeah, I, I like those parts for sure. Maverick is here to stay, though, too. Like, it's definitely like the the tech versus the human, um, which I was expecting 2022. Like, we knew there was going to be some, like, resemblance of that. Um, I think he's talking, this is towards the end of the film, Maverick is talking to, I think it's John Hamm's character. I think his name's Cyclone. Um yeah, Cyclone. He um, basically basically says like you're, and it might not have been John Hamm. It might have been somebody else. But someone says to him like, basically like your role as a pilot is diminishing here, like with all of this new technology. Basically, and he's like, there's gonna be a day where you're like non-existent or not vital. And Tom Cruise looks back, stares at you in the camera, and he goes, "Well, today is not that day." And then he just yeah. walks off. <laughs> that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I Like, I think, I don't know. Those are kind of cheesy, but it, like I said, it, it fits in the movie. It's good. Cheesy. Um, the, the scene that I have to talk about is the mission scene, like the actual mission. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, man. Was my heart pounding or what? Like that. I, that scene was so good. Um, like Rooster having to hit the speed and he does and he's not thinking and like, oh, it's just, it is good. And they do, there's great suspense. I don't know if they're going to do it or not. Um, it's it's awesome. That scene as a whole is just, I feel like what the movie needs to be and is. Yeah. And then all the elements after that, like, just so many twists and turns um prior to the end of that mission though i love the part where like everybody's down on their luck because they feel like this mission that maverick has concocted is not possible it can't be done um he basically loses his role as the teacher for all of these top gun pilots um Ed Helms kicks him off. So in his Maverick fashion, he just basically says, okay, well, I'm going to show you that it is possible the whole time. Like we've been set on this idea that you have to get this mission done within two minutes and 30 seconds. Um, And it's basically like they have to go through these little canyons at very low altitudes, super fast. And then they have to scent upward above this little mountain and then downward and then aim at this corner, baby. Yeah. Coffin corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they have to like aim at this um, like uranium barricade or like compartment that this like unidentifiable enemy is trying to use to create nuclear weapons or something um i did like how they didn't get like super exact with like who the enemy was because then like 20 years later we can still watch this and appreciate it because it's not like so politically charged um but what i was getting to with that whole scene like two minutes and 30 seconds two minutes and 30 seconds two minutes and 30 seconds as a viewer we know that two minutes and 30 seconds is like the metric for what this scene or what this mission has to be completed in. And then here comes Maverick. He cuts it down by 15 seconds. Of so course. awesome. Yeah. And then he just whips through it and he completes it. And of course, then he is back on the job. Um, and then they complete the mission. Um, after they complete the mission, though, it's insane 
what did you think about like the last part or you can take it anywhere else but i think you were already talking no, was, about the mission so yeah no i was gonna ask you about that too because okay. i think that that's that's where i it lost some points for me and the only word that i can use to describe like the after the mission part is bonkers it's <laughs> just bonkers man like we i don't know i didn't really need that i all i needed was them completing the mission and maybe a dog fight on the way home and we're done. I did not need the rooster going back to save Tom Cruise, the Tom Cruise saving rooster. That part was pretty cool. He does that sick move where he jumps up behind him and releases like that was sweet. But no, I did not need the uh, the like secret mission onto the destroyed base and then the leaving. And it was cool, but I just didn't. I felt like it was too much after that. Um, and then I, I like I knew Hangman was coming back to shoot the guy. Like you just know that that's going to happen. I did think for a split second, so maybe they got me a little bit when like the guy drops that missile to go hit them, the last one. Mm-hmm. I did think they were going to die for a split second, and then it explodes, and I was like, okay, never mind. We're back to Hangman was coming. Um, yeah. So yeah, I I just didn't feel like I needed that. Um, How do you feel about it? Yeah, I'm glad we have some disagreement here because I loved that last part. Oh, really? Because, like, naturally as a viewer, like, I'm trying to, like, predict what's going to happen. And, like, I honestly, this sounds kind of morbid, but I think it would have been cool if Maverick did die at the end. Me too. I thought, like, I liked the ending. I liked it a lot. Um, Yeah. But, like, when I thought he was dead, I was like, Ooh, they they really went for it here. Like they're they're killing off Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise never dies in movies, yeah. um, but he dies in this one. Um, so I did like that, and then that was shortly lived because then we see he's alive, and then he is saved by Rooster, and then he goes and he saves Rooster again. Um, I liked it because like summer blockbuster you mentioned it like it's just bonkers it is bonkers of the third act is just absolutely insane um bonkers there's no other way to describe it um love the shot with tom cruise running in his suit just with impeccable running form um as he is going to um see if rooster is still alive after he had been shot down um and then it it gets kind of like slapstick in that moment because like Rooster gets up and he's like, oh, you're okay." And then uh, Maverick shoves him down to the ground and he's like, what were you thinking? You told me not to think. And just like they're so quick with it. And like, it's just funny. It was funny. Yeah, I like that because like it would have been cool, like if Tom Cruise would have just died and they would have ended like passing the torch on to Rooster and it ended that way. Um, I think this was great, too, like it's corny like the ending is corny like they go and steal an f-14 and they they take off on a like a landing strip that's not even a runway um they save each other i love you touched on it the hangman scene that might be one of my favorite moments um glenn powell's character as hangman comes in um he had one of the cooler story arcs in the film i think If we're looking at like notable cast, like obviously Tom Cruise is going to be the number one, like he killed it, obviously. And then 
I think it's a close race between Miles Teller as Rooster and then Glenn Powell as Hangman. Glenn Powell is tied with him. If he's not, he's right behind Miles Teller. Um, Cause he is sort of like the embodiment of what Iceman was in the first one. Um, but then he has his little redemptive arc at the end when he saves them. And I just love the uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is your savior speaking. Uh, that was so cool. Like I, I might've gotten chills and just laughed at that. That was great. I loved his character. I liked the ending. I liked the ending. I thought it worked. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess if, if you could have, for me, just my opinion, if you could have cut out the, the, the mission into the base and all that. Um, Cause yeah, I liked the hangman coming back and I liked the kind of dog fight at the end. I thought that that was all pretty cool. Um, one of my other kind of issues uh, I watched, my brother was there too. And he said this, why is lady Gaga playing at the end? Like <laughs> that should have been a rock song. And it, if not, like I see what they were trying to maybe bridge the gap to today, but um I would have really liked some like old school rock there playing as like people's faces are popping up. I don't know. That's a a minor gripe, but. I have a huge airplane flying over my house right now. Oddly enough. That's, can you hear it? uh, Yeah, we don't. Well, I hear it in my window. I don't (laughs) because we don't live that far from each other. We're here in the same plane. (laughs) Mavericks flying above us right now, giving us the salute. Um, he's, I agree he's with breaking you. the uh, he's breaking the hard cap. Yeah, he's going Mach fifteen right now. No, <laughs> that, I don't even know if that's a thing. Um, anyways, I did. I do agree. Like the song choice was weird in parts, um, especially with the Lady Gaga. Um, but also in, and this is a callback to the first one, where this I didn't like this scene. Um, the dog fight football. Oh yeah. <laughs> where they're playing on the beach and like they yeah. have two footballs and like the premise, I guess is just your offense and defense at the same time. That looks stupid to me. Um, <laughs> but of course they wanted to do the callback to the volleyball scene from the beginning. Um, but there's like a weird, it's kind of like a fluffy song playing in that scene. Like it would have been cool if they had some like, I don't know, like Guns N' Roses or something like more hard rock for that scene too. But I get it. They're trying to touch with the new fan base. Yeah. And I don't think I noticed the music. I think I was too focused on um, Tom Cruise's wearing uh, rolled up jeans on the beach. Yeah. They're all wearing jeans still. Like there's Are they all of them. I'm pretty sure besides Hundo. I mean, he might be wearing shorts and the Notre Dame jersey, I think. Um, I think it's a Navy jersey. Uh. Yeah, Navy jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they do know Under Armour is a thing, right? Or like Adidas <laughs> or whatever. Like you don't have to wear jeans. <laughs> or this is Top Gun, man. Stripped down to the the undies. Yeah. We're trying to sell a movie here. Let's go. <laughs> Let's appeal to those females, maybe males. Um, just appeal to the masses. Let, let, let's see them in their whitey tidies. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that uh, Bob still had a shirt on. Like, that yeah. was a good a good choice. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's... Um, it, it is one of the first movies that I feel like people are really, really, really talking about a lot. Um, and 
Like it's, I was talking just with my family. They couldn't remember the last time they went to a movie theater. Like mm-hmm. they don't watch movies all the time. And this was one that they were up to be like, yeah, let's, let's go see it. Um, and I know it broke the record for uh, like a Memorial day weekend um, box office. So yeah, it's, people are liking it. I like it. I think it's super entertaining. Um, yeah. I, um, like my wife's family, they're kind of in the same boat. Like they don't like to see movies and go to the theater as much as like you and I. Um, but like with this, they had to go see it. And like it made over 235 million in the opening weekend, which is a record. Like you said, I like movies are movies back brick and mortar movie theaters like is are they back like i hope so because i this was a great experience um i don't do you think i have a couple of questions i want to ask you they ended this movie with tom cruise and rooster they sort of rekindle their relationship together and like him rooster and hangman they kind of are like the new maverick and Iceman. um do you think they've done this and like they're seeing the record breaking weekend? Do you think they're going to make more top guns and would you want them to? I want them to do the same thing that they just did. I want them to wait 30 years, 20 years, 25 years to make another one. Like, and I, I doubt they do that. I'm sure they, like you said, the money will drive it. Um, Tom Cruise is around like in 30 years, Tom Cruise will be older and Tom Cruise is going to live forever. So he'll still be, <laughs> um, he'll still be alive, but yeah, I would imagine they probably capitalize on the fact that so many people went to see it and they make another one, but I definitely love the, I, I like the not reboot. I love the, well, I don't know what I want to call it extended sequel where it's so much later. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't know why I like that more. It just seems cooler, I guess, because it gives those characters room to grow without seeing them in a movie. It's just, it's just time. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want them to make this like, like a new one, like five years down the road. Yeah. Personally, I hope they don't make any more. I'm with you. Yeah. Cause like, we know how sequels go like especially when you're messing with like classics like the sandlot like some of those ones that like precede the or come after the first sandlot some of the worst movies ever made Um, (laughs) and i don't think top gun would ever reach that level if they were to make more um but i think they've wrapped it up nicely um i don't think we need more from tom cruise in this role um nor just any other top guns because you can't make this movie without tom cruise i feel like top gun is tom cruise and he's he's like what 60 years old like he's not a spring chicken anymore like i don't know how long they could wait and have him still in the next film yeah um so yeah i definitely hope that he's he's not or they don't make more. I was trying to look up how old Tom Cruise is. You want to take an actual guess? I'll take a guess. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going to say 59. Perfect. Spot on. Really? Tom Cruise is 59 years old. Um, his birthday is July 3rd, so he's about to be 60. That is insane. If he would have just been born one more day, would have been perfect. America. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Release this movie on July 4th yeah. and Tom Cruise's birthday. Holy cow. Give out free hot dogs for everybody who goes on the day of release. That's America right there. Show the sand lot right after yeah. it. Have some fireworks <laughs> afterwards. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that's cool. I'm glad I got that spot on. Um, I did not, for the record, I did not look it up before. I really didn't. Uh, do you um, want to? Do you want to guess his height now? Okay. Yeah. Um, five nine. No. Five seven. He's a shorty. He's a shorty. Wow. How tall are you? I'm five ten. Okay. So. Yeah, I'm looking down on Tom Cruise. <laughs> And I'm looking down on you, looking down on Tom Cruise. <laughs> and then Tom Ham is—I don't know how tall Tom Ham is, but or John Ham, sorry. John Ham, yeah. Tom Ham. <laughs> John Ham. He's probably—I don't know. I'm six three. I wonder if he's six three or not. Um, we don't need to look that up. I wanted to ask you because, like, in the first Top Gun, we know like goose dies obviously and that's a huge moment in maverick's life um they incorporate his son rooster in miles teller how did you like the relationship between them how it evolved um what were your thoughts on that um i've used the word cliche and i'll use it again like I, it was everything i expected it to be he's mad at him and they make up by the end like mm. yeah but what up there i didn't feel like there was there was much going on i liked miles teller's character uh, rooster just in the fact that he was like a thinker like he was he didn't want to make a mistake and right. I, th I thought that that was cool and that um Tom Cruise figures that out. Uh, so, yeah, I like that. What do you think of their relationship? I liked it. Um, it was cliche, but it wasn't like overtly cliche because it wasn't ever like you killed my father. Like, that's not why Rooster was mad at Maverick. He was oh, more mad at him. You're right. That, that's a good point. Yeah. Like, you pulled my papers, you delayed my Top Gun entry by like four years. Like, he's not mad that he thought he killed Roos or that he killed Goose. Um, it was, like, more so, like, you delayed my role in Top Gun. I thought that was cool. I liked that because it would have been incredibly cliche if Miles Teller is just sobbing, you killed my dad kind of thing. Um, yeah. But then, also, I did like how he is more so of, like, the... Like, because I feel like Goose was pretty outspoken in the first one. and rooster is still a leader in his class he and hangman being like the two male alpha males um but where hangman is the more outspoken in your face character rooster is the more subtle i'm gonna sit back and think about things before i actually do them um which is good but also a hindrance as a member of top gun um, so I thought that was cool. Like he had his own characterization to him while still paying homage to 
Goose because he looks a lot like Anthony Edwards did in the first one. Yeah. I also like that, and this kind of stems from their relationship, the scene where Tom Cruise, I keep calling him Tom Cruise, because I feel like Tom Cruise is um, Maverick. Like, they're just the same person. Yeah, there's Um, no difference. When Maverick says, basically, like, he doesn't want what I have, I thought that that was, like, some, like, deep emotional stuff that I wasn't, I, I wasn't think we were, we were getting. Um, so I liked that whole just dynamic of like, this is who I am. And he just doesn't, he just doesn't get what, what I am and what I'm trying to give him. Um, so I liked that he had to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think then it comes to fruition at the end where like they both save each other and then they're both happy with each other. And, rooster begins to like work with maverick at his little hangar or whatever um i thought that was cool and then the shot where like maverick he has a picture of rooster with everything else on his little wall he must really be into photography maverick is that like his side (laughs) hustle he likes taking pictures or what i don't know (laughs) yeah he does have quite a few of them um Last thing I have, can't believe we didn't lead off with this. Maverick's name is Pete Mitchell. That's the combination of both of us. This movie is uh, destined for this podcast. (laughs) I noticed that when I was watching the first one on Thursday, I was like, he is Teachers Talk Film. Uh, That is Pete Mitchell, Tom Cruise. Maverick is Teachers Talk Film. And I'm happy with the pairing there. Tom Cruise is a bit of a weirdo um yes but i mean undeniably a great actor like just blockbuster film after blockbuster film um this is probably his most notable one i think in his career and it probably will be um i don't know what else he has up his sleeve but i thought he crushed it here um great movie great movie we we should mention it's been mentioned many times like that he's he's literally flying he's literally riding motorcycle down um, like the runway, he's doing all these things. Uh, pretty insane. Pretty cool. Yeah. And he's putting the other actors in the planes too, like the actual planes with like other pilots, like actually doing it. So like they were feeling the G's and everything. And like, so like when some of those characters, I think like payback, I think he passes out or he's the one, um, like that might've actually happened. We don't know. Like (laughs) these things, like, there might be a line between are they really acting or are they just simply existing in this moment? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, I thought the love interest, that was probably my biggest critique with the film, the Jennifer Conley she did great um, as Penny, but I feel like it was a, they were trying to call back to the first one a little bit because like, there was a note in the first Top Gun that Tom Cruise had um, messed around with an admiral's daughter and broke her heart. And that was then Penny. Um, They didn't bring back Kelly McGillis um, because these are her words. She said, because I'm fat and they don't want me. (laughs) Um, So they brought in Penny as I'm played by Jennifer Connelly. I thought she did well. Um, I feel like I, it would have been cooler potentially to focus more um, 
where that time was spent with Penny to spend that more with Rooster and Maverick and like the the head butting between the two of them throughout because it would have made the ending that much more meaningful when they come together. I don't think it wasn't meaningful. Obviously, I thought they did a good job tying the loose ends there, but I feel like I didn't need the love interest in Penny in this. And it felt kind of forced. Um, I'm not mad about it, but I think I didn't need it. Yeah, I agree. I agree with everything you just said. Nothing to add. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing to add there. And then no thoughts about yeah. it. the Val Kilmer cameo was great. Um, yeah, I love that. Yeah, I saw the Val documentary afterward, um, which gave me some further context to like what he's going through and like how they incorporated his real life personal struggles into the film. Um, I thought that was yeah. great. It showed the connective tissue between Iceman and Maverick um, while still giving him an important role, though he was unable to like really do a whole lot. I thought they did it well. Yeah. yeah. Um, you gave your score already. Did you want to say anything else? I don't think so. It was entertaining, man. Entertaining. Good, good movie to see in theaters. The sound was great. Yeah, my butt was shaking in the beginning when he goes Mach 10. My butt was rumbling um, as he was going through. I felt those keys. <laughs> Uh, you better hope nobody takes that out of context. Cause I hope they kind of <laughs> do because no, I'm <laughs> yeah, no. Um, no, I thought it was great. Incredibly like objectively better than the first one, the way yeah. it's shot and everything. Like it's just a better film overall. Um, Top Gun Maverick 92 for me, 85 for you. Respectable scores. Loved it. Must see in theaters. Um, I would like to see it again. Would you be down to see it again? I don't know if this is one I'd go see twice, but oh. you know what? It's going, it's going to a movie theater. I, I, I'm in. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should go at some point. Um, yeah. Anyways, that's that. Um, X-ray. You have anything else you want to say to the people? That's all I got. That's all I got. I'm tapped. All right, comrades. Um, until next time. Stay up to date on things. Thanks for tuning in to this bonus Top Gun episode. You knew we had to do it. Um, until next time, do your homework, stay up to date on things, and peace out. X-Ray, peace out. Peace out.